0: Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to episode eight. Today, we are discussing changes in your life. What I mean by that is every single thing that you do to change your daily routine, your diet, your sleep schedule, your supplements, your medications, your work habits what you sleep on, what you drive, your shoes, everything in your life that has an implication to your health is affecting your overall well-being. Think about it like this. You decide, I need some new shoes. And you go to the store and you buy them, you try them on, you're like, oh, these feel great. And then two days later, your knee hurts. Or you buy a new mattress and they say, We have a warranty, but you must sleep on the mattress for a minimum of 30 to 60 days, something like that. Or you get a new car, you're trying to figure out your seat, you're fiddling with it, and you don't feel good. You see where I'm going with this? Basically, your body has to adjust to what's going on around you, what you're forcing your body to adjust to. You can't expect your body to function exactly the same way once you've changed things out of its norm. So your diet or your health journey will change. How you feel? Let's look at it like this. Let's say you decide I'm going to go keto. Well, you can do that, but you must understand the implications, which we've talked about earlier. But basically, you need to know if you do that, your body's going to change. This is one of the epitomes of natural health. Like we talked about earlier, you need to know what you're getting yourself into. This is more specific than that. Meaning that if you want to change your diet, let's say, you will have, let's just say, consequences, if you know what I mean. Those consequences could be constipation or diarrhea. They could be headaches or muscle twitches or pain in the joints, low strength, tiredness, whatever, because you change things. So you must be aware of the fact that any single input of change can change you. Shoes can make a dramatic effect on how you feel. Some people have no idea that their shoes are literally killing them. Your mattress you sleep on is literally killing you. You don't even know it. The car you drive, the seat is not set for you and what your body needs. You think it's just a car seat. Like what? Why would it be any different than any other one? Well, there are differences and you can reset those. Some chiropractors will set those seats for you. If you think that by changing your health program to something beneficial, let's say your food, your diet, supplements, exercise, etc., you must expect that things are going to change and they're not always in a positive way. Some things will change in a positive way right away. Those things are awesome, but most things are negative. Most people live in what's called a homeostasis. You must understand this concept. This is vital to understanding most things that you deal with on a regular basis. Anything living, for sure. It's called a homeostasis. The living thing, whatever it is, is finding a balance. That balance is its comfort zone. You know your comfort zone. I bet you do. Well, that comfort zone, translated, is your homeostasis. It's where everything functions exactly the way the host wants it to. Some hosts don't want it to function in a comfortable state. It must be in an erratic state or an energetic state. Some want it very slow, very comforting rest state. If you remember our conversation on sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, this makes a lot of sense to you. Your body and other living organisms are always trying to find a balance. And their nervous systems, whether they're single-celled or multi-celled like us, everything is trying to find its balance. When you decide to change something drastic as a diet, or the nutrient profile that's entering your body on a regular basis, because you started your new health journey maybe two weeks ago, you've influxed more nutrition than you ever had before, or maybe you have had, but you decided to increase that. Or you changed it up, so now the nutrient profile is different. You must expect that things will change, and they will. You have to know what those changes could be. I'll help you with that in the future. But basically, you must know, most people will feel negative. I am pushing this because this is the number one reason why people fail or stop their program. They start to feel bad. And they think, oh, this isn't working for me. Or I'm allergic to this food. Or this food doesn't agree with me. Are you sure? Are you positive? Because a lot of times, it's not that you are sensitive to those foods, but that those foods have changed the way you feel. Maybe they started cleansing you. Maybe they started healing you. Sometimes healing is painful. Most of the time, though, you're going to feel negative more than positive at first. That will change. You will get better. I promise. Most negative states in the body will change. They will stop. Your body will repair itself. It'll change things. But if you keep doing the same things over and over and over again, without change, that's creating a homeostasis. That homeostasis does not want to be interrupted. So this is where you need to think about. If I drink a can of Coke every single day for lunch, you're creating a stasis. Midpoint of your day, you're putting in sugar. That sugar has an effect for the rest of your day until you go to bed. Could even affect you for the next several days, which, by the way, it does. It has carbonation. It has acids, the food you're eating it with. Foods have substances that will either interact with or they will cancel each other out. Example, if you eat an orange... Did you know that orange has sugar? I know some people don't realize this. It sounds so stupid. They think an orange, it's so healthy. It has sugar and a lot of it. And you say, but it also has vitamin C. Well, it doesn't have as much vitamin C as you think, but okay, 60 milligrams on average. Did you know that vitamin C and glucose being sugar are almost the same? They compete with each other. You think you're getting 60 milligrams of vitamin C by eating an orange. You're not. The glucose, the sugar, is much greater than orange and it is canceling out the vitamin C for the most part. Not all of it, but for the most part. You must understand that items in your food compete with each other. And then at other times, they work synergistically. That means things like fat and B1 work together. Protein and B1 work together. Vitamins and minerals work together. For example, vitamin C and iron work together or compete depending on your health status, what you're doing, what foods you're consuming. I know this sounds really confusing at first, but understand that when you simplify your diet and you take away things that compete, you actually can feel better. Now let's talk about how things physically affect you as far as exercise. Just by changing your exercise routine, you know you feel more sore. So right there, your body has to adjust. There's physical changes going on with your muscles, your ligaments, your tendons. You're putting pressure on areas that you've never put pressure on recently or ever before. Your body has to adjust for that. It's sore. It changes. If you think that if I just buy a better mattress, go back to exercise. So if I just work out differently, I'm going to get better results. Well, you will because your body has to adapt to the new changes. Those new changes could be much beneficial for you. And that's actually the key. In physical changes, you want to stimulate different areas all the time, so that you can be more well-rounded. That's much better for your health. You already know that. I don't need to go into that with you right now. I want to bring you the reality, and the reality is the things you don't think about, the things that you may not understand. Exercise, in and of itself, pretty easy to understand. Workout different. You may not feel good for a little while, but then you decide, I'm going to buy a new mattress. Well, You need to be fitted for a mattress. I do have somebody that I work with that is the best mattress manufacturer, period. You spend a third of your life sleeping. I know you've heard this. All the commercials, all this stuff. Third of your life sleeping. You've heard this your whole life. But have you actually really thought about it? A third of your life. Everything that you've dealt with in your day Is only been two thirds. Your whole life, you've only experienced two thirds. One third of your entire life, you know nothing about. You can't remember all your dreams. And when you're not dreaming, you don't remember anything. You're in hibernation. Most of your life is awake, but a huge portion isn't. But in that portion that isn't, Is where you repair. By the way, this is where you lose weight, is while you're sleeping. Your body does not burn fat during the day all the time. It burns more fat at night while you're sleeping. It refreshes you. It changes your brain chemistry, your brain waves, your mitochondria, unless you have rest. You were designed to have rest. That rest is amazingly potent for your life. And if you can't rest properly, then you degrade. And if you degrade, you can't rebuild. You can see where this is going. Your sleep is... I'm going to say this. Yep, I'm actually going to say this. Your sleep is probably the most important thing in your life. The more I learn about sleep, and its effects on the body, I believe that it's the most important thing that you can concentrate on. The greatest thing about sleep is once you learn how to sleep properly, which is very easy, and we will have full sleep episodes in the future, which it's very simple, you don't have to think about it. It's not something you consciously have to do and work towards. You just do it. And it takes care of itself, which is pretty cool. You literally just get ready for bed, you go to bed, and you wake up, and you go on with your life. The two thirds are the problem. They're much harder. It's a war. It's every day dealing with all the crap that you don't want to deal with, plus all the stuff you do want to deal with, all mixed in as one huge soup of life, two thirds of your life. So the choices you make. During the day, have impacts on your sleep. During the day, the food you consume, the nutrition you consume, the negative things that you consume, everything from food to beverages to physical exertion to the air to the water that you are in contact with. Think about it like if you took a really nice car, would you? wash it with bleach or acid? Probably not. You would probably wash it with very mild soap. Why? Because you know that those other two compounds would destroy the car. Well, your life is like that. Everything you put into your body or on your body is either mild, maybe even beneficial, which we hope, or it ruins you. It destroys you. You have that choice two-thirds of your life can either be beneficial or destructive. Let that sink in. All right, let's get a little bit more involved in the basics. Basic number one, your digestion. You decide you want to go on a diet because you heard this diet is fantastic and it's this and it's that. Okay, well, we're going to get into real diets in the future and why you would want each one of them And if you're gonna do them, I'm gonna help you or I want you to make the best of that diet, whatever you feel is necessary. There'll be some opinion in that, but for the most part, I'm gonna make sure that you do that diet the best you can. We will get into all the different diets in the future. Dieting is probably the primary subject most people focus on, and they're right. What you put into your body basically by food, because it's a large, it's a large amount, it's a quantity that you're putting in, has a big effect overall, over time. Small quantities, being supplements, for example, they are, small amounts might be very strong, and they accumulate quickly, or some things will take longer. But basically, food and supplements are a little bit different based on their their profile, what they can do for you, what they don't do for you. You must understand when you change your diet or the things you put into your gullet. Yep, I just said gullet because great word. That's never used anymore. Your gullet. What you put into your gullet, it's going to change your microbiome. Your microbiome doesn't like things that it hasn't achieved a homeostasis with. So when you say, I'm going to become a carnivore, it's going to have issues with what you put into it. Keto, it'll have its issues. Low fat, high fat, low protein, high protein. How about this one? If you think your microbiome does not change based on intermittent fasting, let me tell you, it's a huge impact. Sometimes it's positive, other times it's negative. Intermittent fasting is not all it's cracked up to be. Intermittent fasting or fasting alone, we will talk about in the future pretty soon. Matter of fact, not too far away. I'm going to help you understand what fasting does to your body and why and if you should or shouldn't do it. If you change your mattress, you're going to sleep different. If you change your shoes, you're going to walk different. If you change your food, you're going to digest different. So, what makes you think that if you change things in your life, you're not going to have some negative effect from it? You absolutely will have a negative effect from it. So, the point is to mitigate the negative effects and uplift the positives. The reality is, you can uplift the positives and downregulate the negatives. You can do it. I will help you with this in the future understanding the changes of your health each time you change something, something large, something small, doesn't matter. If you understand what those things could be, it's much easier to deal with. Now, you can't always know what those things are, but you can at least have the understanding that, yes, I know if I change from stopping eating carbs, I'm probably going to go through withdrawals and I'm going to want every piece of sugar I can see. But if you decide, I'm not going to do that, but if you decide, I see that chocolate, I see those donuts, pizza, bread, whatever, and you decide, those I know hurt me, I'm not going to do that anymore. Know that for a little while, until your body adjusts, you're going to feel it and it's not going to be pleasant other people don't feel anything it's weird it's some people just literally don't feel anything that's great i will say i'm kind of one of those people i don't really have side effects with stopping or increasing certain things i don't feel herbs and vitamins and things very often that's just me there's a small portion of the people who have this situation other people might feel a little bit of something here and there, and other people feel a moderate amount, and other people feel completely or quickly, they feel different. They have side effects or positive effects very quickly. Those people are hypersensitive to those issues. This is part of the foundation series, meaning if you don't understand that Even small changes in your life can have some effects. You might quit what you're doing. You might say, I don't want to deal with this. It could be something so small, but it has a major impact on how you feel. Just because you look at something in your diet or in your life, and you think, this is inconsequential to how I feel. and You change just a little bit massive effect on how you feel, you're going to say, oh, nope, I'm stopping right here. This is wrong. You can't always do that. You need to learn why that's happening. If you've been consuming high oxalate foods your whole life, that's an anti-nutrient in foods, oxalates, oxalic acid, and you decide to stop that, even slowly, You will feel it. And so you might say, Oh, well, whatever I'm doing isn't working because I feel bad. You feel bad because you're oxalate dumping. So the key is know how to handle oxalate dumping. Oxalate dumping is a real situation. It's probably, well, it could be, but I believe it probably is the worst feeling or experience you can have by changing up your diet. If you get rid of foods with oxalates, you will notice. That's a fact. There's something you will you will notice. For me, I have my own issues when I stopped consuming oxalates. It was brutal. Other areas weren't brutal. They were a pain in the butt. You're going to deal with those. Other things that I got rid of, I didn't notice at all. Never felt a thing. I said earlier, I'm one of those people. I don't feel differences with a lot of things. You could be more hypersensitive. So I believe that the things that you are more hypersensitive to, you will feel more when you lose them or gain them in your diet, in your supplements, in your life. This is one of those topics where I could support it with hundreds of studies thousands of anecdotal stories testimonies from people but the bottom line is every change in your daily life in order to create health you're going to have a side effect maybe small maybe large maybe even something you don't notice that's an absolute fact i didn't notice some of the things for me I do notice oxalates, but I don't notice other things. You will have changes and you need to accept those changes, understand those changes, learn about them. And then if you learn about those, then you'll know what those changes were associated with. Is it oxalates? Is it saponins? Is it tannins? Is it polyphenols? What is it? Once you understand, then you know, I shouldn't eat those things that contain those type of things. Learning experience. Health is. That's my Yoda moment. Most people don't realize such small changes can have such a large impact in their life. Other times, large changes have no impact in their life. How does that work? It's the human body. If you know how to mitigate symptoms, great. If you have no symptoms, Awesome. That means you're good with those. I know it seems like this is very simple, but this is one of those things that seems simple. It's one of those things people complain most about. Why do they complain about it? Why do they worry about it? Why do they spend time wondering what the heck is going on when all they did was change something super small? Or they change something really large. Why is that? Because little things or large things have small or large consequences on your journey. The one that mystifies me more than anything else is the microbiome. When you change what you put into your gullet, it's a mystery for many things. Some of the smartest minds to understand this microbiome, say, I don't understand what's happening. People that study this microbiome on a daily basis don't understand what's happening. The microbiome, probably the most mysterious thing in your body. We know more about DNA probably than we do the microbiome. It's always changing. It's always different. It's signaling and non-signaling. It is mysterious. So what you put down your throat will be positive or negative to the biome. That biome determines how you feel. And so being careful, understanding what you're putting down your throat will help you not deal with things that you don't want to deal with or change you for the better. This topic is huge that I'm going to keep it at about a half an hour. But understand, we will visit this in the future because we're going to explore certain things in more detail because those things are important. If you really care and you really like to learn about this kind of aspect of the body, then this will be interesting for you. Minor changes create major changes. Major changes can sometimes create minor changes. Why? You would think a major change would create a major change. Well, most of the time, no. You would think a minor change would create a minor change. Sometimes, and most of the time, nope, it is a large change. So this will be interesting. It'll help to explain many more things than I brought up in this episode but at least you get the basis right now. You understand that if you change little things in your life or large things in your life, you will have consequences or benefits. Sounds really, really pedestrian, I know. But ask anybody who has major changes from a minor change in their life, you will see it matters, all right. let's call this a more subtle approach to what you do to yourself has consequences. <laughs> in the future, we will explore this topic a little bit better, but in the meantime, thank you for listening. This might be something new for you. You have to understand and Pretty sure you do. You change stuff in your body, you're going to feel it. But so many people automatically assume that because they feel something, they should stop it. That's not always the case. And we're going to explore that in the future. Thank you for listening. We will explore really cool subjects in the future. This is another foundational episode. I hope you found that interesting. I'm just touching the surface in these beginning podcasts just to kind of give an overview and then later we'll really dive in i'm going to keep them simple because that's the whole point is i want you to have fun with this and see this in your mind's eye i want you to understand your body and what it takes to be healthy and feel good it's easy to throw out a whole bunch of nerdy mumbo jumbo and long words crazy sentences and molecules and all this stuff i think that's fun in its own way for people like me who care about things like that but for the majority of people you just want to know basically how things work this is what i want to do for you i want you to see yourself your body who you are and get excited about it and know how to heal yourself and feel good that's what this whole thing is about i want to give you the reality of your health what's real how to know what's real by giving you the foundation then you'll know in the future does this of what i heard correlate with what eric was talking about in episode one through whatever if it doesn't then i would say you really should think about it those are fringe things but if you can back those things up with real life scenarios and wow, wait till I give you some real-life scenarios. It's going to blow your mind. But they're all rooted in, okay, let's say it, science. But it's anecdotal as well. It's people's testimonies. You're going to be amazed in the things that you hear. How is it possible? How did these people get healed? It's amazing. Sometimes they didn't do anything, just got healed. Other times they did the diligent effort and got healed everything in between let's keep this something that's understandable something that you can learn from in the future and stay with and have a good idea who cares if it's 5 hydroxy estradiol who cares what it's called it doesn't matter those are those sound amazing and oh he's so smart he knows what he's talking about with all these great long words it doesn't matter I can Give you all of that, but it's going to bore you to death and you're not going to understand the bigger picture. Your health is about making progress and getting better. You have other things in your life. This podcast is to help you feel better, understand where you are, where you're going to go in an easy way to understand it. That's the whole point. It's the reality. I'm going to dispel myths in the future, oh boy, are we gonna go after the myths. Whoa, let me tell you, there are many, and I'm not talking just in natural health either. There are many myths that we're gonna get into that's gonna blow your mind. We're fun stuff, really interesting things, but you'll know strategy and concepts of health, the reality of those, and those will give you the results you're looking for and for the rest of your life. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.